Welcome to the Charlotte is Creative Podcast. Today's show features hosts Tim Miner and Matt Olin speaking with Haley Bohan, founder and CEO of Skillpop, immediately following the October 6th Creative Morning Charlotte event at Warehouse 242, where Haley spoke about the global theme of Pioneer. After an education in engineering that led to a career in product development, working with companies such as Newell Rubbermaid, Haley Bohan said goodbye to the corporate world and founded Skillpop in August of 2015. Skillpop offers intensive, hands-on classes on skills ranging from hand lettering to photography to small business marketing to hip-hop dance and everything in between. In the two years since founding, Skillpop has hosted more than 1,000 classes, reaching more than 13,000 students in four different cities. In this edition of the Charlotte is Creative podcast, Haley talks about breaking society's unwritten rules, the challenges she's faced as a bootstrap entrepreneur, the misconceptions about Charlotte as a startup city, and what it's like to work with your spouse. Remember to RSVP to the next Creative Morning Charlotte event Friday, November 3rd at Warehouse 242, where Johnson & Wales professor and host of the On Life & Meaning podcast, Mark Perez, will speak on the global theme of death. Register for this free event by visiting charlotteiscreative.com at 9 a.m. Monday, October 30th. Don't forget to use the hashtag charlotteiscreative and tweet us at cm underscore clt whenever you see Charlotteans showing their creativity. this part in i think yeah this part that we're talking right now all right well welcome to the next episode which would be the current episode of charlotte is creative the charlotte creative podcast yes it is next and current yes exactly hi well i'm tim minor i'm matt olin and we are very very happy to be back for another charlotte is creative podcast we just left the floor from a really invigorating and exciting creative mornings yeah so many people came up to me boha yes exactly (laughs) I was slightly embarrassed that I had to ask out loud from really the stage high. how to re- to pronounce your last name. Is that do you get that a lot, or <gasps> not? So, or am I? So you don't get enough, it a lot. Enough. You're you're not the first. Yeah. Enough. So it's Bohan. Oh it's my Bohan. God! I'm sitting yeah. here thinking about the missed opportunity for social media leading up to this. The next time you speak, it, we're, the James Bond thing is is done. Out, done. It's going to be. Bohan Solo. We're going to do a whole <laughs> Haley Bohan Solo. Bohan Solo. Yes. That is going to... We're going to have to get her back just so I can do the Bohan Solo. Totally. All right. Totally. Okay. Send you my calendar. All right. So the way that we start our podcast is a little different than others. Um, you know, a lot of times you wrap up with the lightning round, but, you know, you've, you've <laughs> just given a speech. You're probably a little tired and worn out, so we need to kind of jumpstart the battery again. So that we're just going to hit you with some quick questions. Mm-hmm. There may not, may not may may or may not be uh, some relatedness to these questions, and you just say whatever comes off the top of your head. Quick. Right. These are, okay. are bite-sized. Just... These are lightning, lightning fast. Okay, so I'll start. Haley, what is your hometown? Greensboro, North Carolina. Very nice. All right, what is the first pop album you ever bought? Oh gosh, I don't even. I I don't know if I had one. Like I don't even. What's know. What's the first one you remember having? I remember. I remember like my, my brother bought In Sync. Does that count? That counts. Okay, sure, that counts. No strings okay. attached. Let's see if she starts to pick up on the theme right. here. Haley, who in Charlotte's got the skills to pay the bills? The skills to pay the bills. I mean, 
Blair Permis just ended this morning with a great question. It's a great marketing leader. Blair's got the skills to pay the bills. Skills to pay the bills. He also got the skills to pay our bills too. (laughs) (laughs) As our sponsor. (laughs) Big shout out to Blair. Yes, thank you for helping us pay our bills. All right. When you go to the movies, do you get popcorn? Every time. What's a secret skill that you have that no one knows? Ooh, um, I'm big on puns. Ooh, you're a punny gal. And I'm good at singing along to the radio without knowing the words. Oh, so oh. Sort of improvising oh. it. Making it up. Making it up. Yeah. You, can you give us an example? Oh, no, that's no, that's no. I can tell you right now that I couldn't even do that. There's no that that's a tough one. But if you want to give it no, a shot. I mean, I didn't know she wanted to freestyle. Lightning round, fellas. Lightning yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. C. Very smart to turn that around on us. Okay. Uh can you both pop and lock? No. What? No. Popping and locking. Pop, pop no, and lock. no. No? You just you never like get a car- piece of cardboard and you go out on a street corner and you just pop in and lock in and like no, work no. it out? No, she's not no. a pop and lock. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to cook in a skill it? I have a uh, killer frittata recipe. Ooh. Potato, bacon, feta, little onion. It's yeah. really good. Crowd pleaser. You say potato, I say frittata. Yeah, potato oh frittata. Boy. Yeah, exactly. All right, you mentioned puns. You took the, the lid off of, <laughs> hey, puns are on the table. And now Matt <laughs> is going to spend the remainder of the show trying to be funny. Um, can you get us a recipe? Because we will put that on Charlotte 5 if you feel like sharing. If you don't, it's it can be. Out of a, it's out of a book. It's okay. It's in a book book. That's okay. Uh, we'll we can see. break copyright infringement. It's the <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we'll see. All right. Would As a customer, would you patronize a pop-up Brussels sprout cart? Mm, probably not. <laughs> would you? Yes, I would. Especially if they were, if they were like, you know, really it, like burnt. Like I like them burnt to a crisp. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I I wrote that, and then I'm like, ooh, that that's gross. And I thought I started thinking about it, and I love Brussels sprouts. So if there was a pop up Brussels sprout, you would cart, be there. I would absolutely be there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if I can read this, uh, Haley, are you ever tempted to say, I have I a have favorite. a very particular set of skills. In a Liam Neeson. In a Liam Neeson voice. voice? No. <laughs> never attempted. <laughs> that's never. Been what is that from? What movie is that from? It's from Taken. Oh, that's from Taken. Like, of course. Know, I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I was about to ask if one of you were tempted, and you were. Uh, I was tempted, and I should have resisted the temptation. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, do you say Coke, or do you say Pop? Oh, I say Coke for sure, okay. or soda. Yeah. Do you say it for everything? Like, what kind of Coke do you like when you no, really no, sprite soda. on the table? You yeah. just don't, yeah, you don't use, use the word pop. I just don't you use, the, use the, word the word Yeah, no, I'm from soda. the South, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for fielding those skill pop related oh, theme, you know, themed. The theme. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you said you were punny, I was like, oh, she's going to like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, anyway, are we, are we feeling like kind of juiced up? They got, they got the energy back up we're again? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. cool. So now we'll just dive into a series of questions. I mean, you, you really... It was really cool to have you in the Creative Mornings room this morning. I mean, the place was packed, which is testament to just how many, how do I put this, like how many fans you have in the community. Yeah. It's really, really incredible. And um, so that energy was just, it was just surging this morning. And it was so cool that you, what you brought to that, um, to the room was real transparency. You know, you weren't going up there and saying, yeah, we're super successful and we're growing and it's been all rainbows and cupcakes mm-hmm. and unicorns. Yeah. Because that ain't that ain't it. That's and that's, goes, yeah. yeah. I think that's, you know, one of the 
one of the myths that both Creative Mornings and then this chapter, so Creative Mornings in general Mm -hmm. and the Charlotte chapter, fights against is this, you know, belief that creativity is kind of this magic art, right? Mm -hmm. That only a few people have. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be a Jedi in order to be creative. And we believe everyone is creative. And some of that myth, I think, is created when we do ourselves as creative people a disservice, right? We, We show up and that you go to see the show or you go to see an exhibition and the art's all done, you know, and you don't see the hours of sweat yeah. and the mistakes and the missteps that yeah. you made. You don't know the the cues that were missed in the show and all of that. And so it can look unapproachable, mm-hmm. right. Or unattainable. If you have any kind of self doubt that you are creative and you look at a, at a creative person's end result, mm-hmm. you go, there's no way I can climb that mountain to yeah. use your analogy. Yeah. And for you to get up there and, and say, I, I have this perception or it is, it's accurate. Your skill pop has been successful, mm-hmm. but it's not over. Exactly. It's a souffle yeah. that's still baking. Yeah. And uh, that's just a really important message as we, as we try to get people more engaged with their creativity at whatever level they feel comfortable with. Yeah. So. so to that point, I think one of the questions we'd love to hear uh, your your thoughts on is uh, sort of what's next for Skill Pop? I and mean, this was sort of the, one of the big themes of your talk this morning was you are mid-climb. Yeah. You are yeah. mid-climb in this mountain. And for those of you who didn't weren't able to attend uh, the, the Creative Mornings, and there were, alas, there were hundreds of people on the wait list who weren't able to get in this morning. So we will be releasing the full video of your talk. So you can watch that before or after you listen to this podcast, but it'll inform a little bit of this conversation as well. But talk to us about what's next for Skill Pop. I mean, what do you, I imagine it's maybe looking at other cities, perhaps, maybe not, but talk about that. And what do you look for in a city as you look to expand? Yeah, this is this is great timing because we had our 2018 planning day yesterday. So mm. I'm coming off of a whole day of goal setting and post-it notes and you know, you got vision boards board. all yeah, rocking all, all over all the, the place. Yeah. So we are in a kind of a place right now of um, of letting the dust settle. So Greenville just launched late August. It has not been that long. Um, Nashville will have our first class there October 26th. So that's still kind of yes. gearing up, getting there. Um, and and what I'm looking forward to is is having a little bit of time at the end of this year to just let those settle. Yeah. And let everything just grow a little bit, get some solid footing feel strong and good. You know, as a team, we're also streamlining and, um, and just looking for how can we support our teachers better? How can we communicate better? How can we add more value to students? So, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of the next is just taking a minute (laughs) after this year. But with that being said, we are looking at, um, more communities, both here in the Charlotte area. We're looking at like Norman, we're looking at other out-of-state communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I, you'll see us, I think, pop up in more places next year. Um, still to be determined exactly where they are, but but it's kind of a both end up. We're strengthening where we are. We want to grow where we are. We also think, I think, we have a cool thing. And people yeah. do love to learn everywhere, so I want to keep bringing it everywhere. Well, if I'm going to riff on anything you just said, especially as it relates to the talk you gave this mm-hmm. morning, which is the importance, if you're climbing a mountain, it is and I've never climbed a literal mountain before, <laughs> but I can only imagine that the importance of taking that rest, mm-hmm. like you can't just go, I'm going to keep going and keep going, keep going, yeah. keep going, keep going. You have to like stop and refuel and rest and take in the view in order for the next steps to be not only productive, but maybe not dangerous. Yep. And I, one thing that's just really important to me is growing well and not just growing to grow. And, you know, we're, uh, it's really nice right now that we're not investor backed, we're bootstrapped. And so we have a lot of decision making, we have all the decision making power. Um, so as much as 
you know, people say like, oh, you have a good thing. Let's blow it up. Let's take this here, there, whatever. You, I still want this to be a company where people don't feel burnt out, yeah. where it feels authentic and feels good and where people in Charlotte feel very connected and people in Raleigh feel very connected. So yeah, taking taking a little bit of time Super is important thoughtful. to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, you've started a bad trend, but you said so much to start it. You've, there was a lot packed in there. To talk a little bit about, if you would, like what you've learned about replication. Because it struck me yeah. today, you know, in the early days of, of Skill Pop, your fingerprints were all over it. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that they aren't today, but that literally you were there. If there was yep. a skill pop class, you were, yep. you were there. Yep. And then at some point you had to turn that over, but still was within arm's reach. When you go to another city, Haley Bohan can't be, it's not going to be in that city yeah. every day or even every week. Yeah. And how, you know, how has that impacted you? But then how hard is replicating the spirit and the culture that you've so carefully crafted here in, in Charlotte? Yep. Yeah. So a couple of thoughts. So one, I remember when we first started talking about going to Raleigh, um, a few people saying, oh, how are you going to do that? You're not going to Raleigh. It's not. And I remember just thinking like that's so short sighted because there's so many talented people out there. So the first thing is just I've the team I have is full of really talented people. And the exciting thing to me about being skill pop in other communities is I I don't know Nashville. I don't know Greenville. The um, the guy that just came on our team in Greenville has been a core part of the community there. And so skill pop has become as becoming a core part of the Greenville community. And it wouldn't be that way if we didn't have the right person and the talented person who loves their own community driving it. Um, so that's the first thing is just, we wouldn't be able to replicate without the right people on the team. Mm-hmm. The second thing is I think we are, um, and I kind of spoke to this this morning in a question, but I use growth as a way, as an opportunity to test and iterate. So when we went to Raleigh, um, looking back, I think we were trying to answer the question. I was trying to answer the question, can this even work other places? Does this Is expansion even an option for us? And with Raleigh, we learned, yes, this can work other places and it is an option. With Greenville, the, the question I was testing was, how do we do this well? How mm-hmm. do we make this streamlined? How do we make it efficient? How do we give the person we're hiring the tools so that he can be successful? Mm-hmm. And so with each launch as we go, as we're replicating, just the goal is to do it better and better and to yeah. know a little bit more okay, this is a good marketing plan out of the gate and this is how we get the word out there and this is how we feel authentic to uh, wherever we are. It's like the opposite of that uh, Michael Keaton movie, Multiplicity, where each replication <laughs> each gets, gets more, more and dumber. You try and have each one get smarter. <laughs> and, and you're trying to go the other exactly. direction. Like As you exactly. replicate, how, do they, how does it become smarter, more joyful, mm-hmm. more efficient, more mm-hmm. lucrative, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you use the word authentic. Yeah. I think that's the thing is that fight replication, at least the Henry Ford model, mm-hmm. fights against some of that authenticity, you know, it's when it comes to a community. Yeah. And so you're, you know, that you're talking about a different kind of, of, of replication. That's yeah. a, that's a tightrope act. Well, You've got to u- find the right yep, people. It's unique. And I have a lot of, um, a lot of good friends who are startup founders and who, especially in the tech space, I feel like growing is just how do we get people on our platform? And it's a numbers game. And for us, the relationships in the community are so core to what we do yeah. that growing can't just be a fast blasted out there. It has to feel authentic. It has right. to feel like the classes you're going to, you're learning from people that that live in your community. Well, and, and, w- sorry, one last thing, but I'm just kind of personally <laughs> fascinated by this stuff yeah. is 
um, you know, you're, you're in that interesting phase too, where, you know, you're a Charlotte original. So here you're local Mm -hmm. and that local movement is, Mm -hmm. it's real. People make buying decisions or joining decisions based on whether something's local. And it could be said that, you know, skill pop now is it's a dreaded, it's a chain, you know? And, and so the approach you're taking is the, is the approach you've got to, to Mm -hmm. to keep that authenticity, you know? One of our, the big things that just frames even how we do marketing is how do we make sure we feel local, you know, make sure that we don't feel like something big coming in, but feel like if we're in Greenville, we're part of the community and we're, yeah. And we're kind of core and woven in, in a really natural way. So I'll have to apologize. I'm fighting off some sort of allergies, but I, my, my voice keeps cracking. I feel like I'm, I'm a huge fanboy. Right? It's like, <laughs> Haley, Haley, I'm such a fan. I'm so, I can't believe I'm sitting here with you right now, but, uh, would you go to the dance with me? <laughs> the entrepreneurial da- under the sea dance. Her husband is in the room. Man. Bold. Oh, sorry. Bold. <laughs> All right. The so entrepreneurial <laughs> enchantment under the yeah, sea yeah. dance. Sounds like a great event. Yeah. Well, we can workshop that one a little bit, oh. but, um, so one of the cool, themes that you were playing with this morning among, you know, of course, there was the sort of umbrella theme of Pioneer, which mm-hmm. all of our fellow chapters are exploring this month. But you were talking about the these invisible rules, mm-hmm. you know, and these, you know, these invisible rules that as, say, entrepreneurs or creators or whatever that hold us back. Um, and so, and I just love that vision. Yeah. In fact, when yeah. you were sharing that with me early on, I was thinking the, the image that came to my mind was if you're going to like go into the woods, maybe that you feel like no one's ever gone into before, but all of a sudden you come across this street sign that says, you know, you know, you must yield here or yeah, something. Yeah. So I had this image of this street sign in this completely unlikely place. And that was sort of the feeling I was getting when you were talking about it this morning too. T- tell us a little bit about these invisible rules that hold us back. What are some of those that you've either you've encountered that you think others might hit these invisible rules that hold us back? Yeah, I think it all just ties to what is that picture that you think life is supposed to look like, whether you are 18 and moving, you know, moving into college or graduating or um, a millennial or in your forties, I think everyone has that picture. And a lot of times what I've seen for me and for my friends is that it's just, um, what you see from peers who are a stage ahead, Mm -hmm. you know? So it could be, Oh, well all my siblings got married when they were 30 or everyone, you know, everyone I know is in the family business or, um, my whole family has stayed in Charlotte and I'm the only one to move out of state. You know, a lot of times it's it's just framed by what you know, what people around you are doing. So you see someone on a path ahead of you and you think, Oh, I see how they went through that around that corner. Or I heard, I've heard word from up ahead that this is what comes next. Yep. And we just assume that we're on the same path as everyone else. And the truth is we're not, we're on our own path. And I think one thing that just, I, I realized, you know, once, like I said earlier, once I was in this first job and thought I looked back, I've done everything right. Um, and I started to look around me and say, oh, there are a lot of successful people and they've all done very different things to get here. They didn't all follow the same path that I followed. They didn't all take the same trek that I thought was the trek. You know, they studied all kinds of things and yeah. went to all kinds of places. And you, it. it really hit a personal note because I remember I early in my career, I, I had two successive jobs. Like I, I got one job and it didn't take, and I, and I quit it and took another job mm-hmm. and that one lasted a while. And then I went to a you know, third place and I remember somebody taking me aside and going, you'd better stay at this next place for a long time yep. or everyone's going to think you're flitting from one yeah. thing to the next. Yeah. And 
it colored that job from day one. Because it wasn't, I lost some exuberance about mm-hmm. showing up and doing my job. I thought more like a some kind of a prison sentence. Like, You're well, this is five years and I better thought. make the best of it. You know, yep. I wonder who yep. my celly is. And I, I re- that really struck me. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think people also feel that way about their, the, um, there's this belief that whatever you get into when you first get out of college, right? So mm-hmm. I, I get a job and I'm selling, selling dairy products. And then I've got to sell some, do some version of selling dairy products for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like it's not only just the job that you do, but it's the subsection of the workforce. Yeah. And I think that's a real myth that pe- that we need it's to fight a trap. against. Too. Yeah, it like is. You can transfer yeah. your skills to something else. You don't have to be the cheese salesman. Mm-hmm. You know, the decision that you made when you're 21 so you could pay the bills should not inform the remainder of your life. The next three decades, yep. Yeah. And I, I feel like you're just, you're living that out. I mean, mm-hmm. you are a great example of, of sort of not following rules that aren't there. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and sort of sharing that uh, with us in that transparent way that you did, I think probably, I know resonated with tons of people this morning. I mean, the room was packed anyway. It was That's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. It's probably our That's biggest great. crowd so far. I. It it was it was an insane crowd, was insane. and they were yeah. really hanging on every every word. Yeah, it was a great. Um, yeah. So a question I've got is: uh, Is Charlotte a good environment for a startup? I I love this question, and I get it a lot. I feel like anyone who's in a startup gets this a lot because Charlotte <laughs> gets a bad rap for startups. You know, mm-hmm. people say um, it's a banking town and there's not a lot of funding here and there's just all the things that I know you guys are trying to fight about. Uh, I love that little <laughs> About <ditty>. Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's what I will say. I will say I think Charlotte right now is great for startups because I, this um, is just the most supportive community and that's what we felt from day one. Even as we are growing and going to more cities and like you're saying trying to replicate and trying to be smart um, it kind of feels like Charlotte is cheering us on. It's like our home team, you know? And so whether we are launching new classes here or bringing on new teachers or speaking here or launching a new city, Charlotte has just been incredible support that's pushed us onward and upward. Um, What I can't speak to is the fundraising side. And I think that's where probably Charlotte is hard mm-hmm. as compared to places. The VC sort of side yeah, of things. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know friends who have said that is hard, but that's uh-huh. my experience has been more of the community and the student and the customer side. And that's been just all good things. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's a conversation that we have a lot, this idea of a seat at the table. If you have mm-hmm. a great idea, you know, there's, there's a seat at, and you have the, the, the work ethic and the will to, to follow through on it. Then there's a seat at the table for yeah. you. And, those traditional tables, traditional funding sources are you know, limited tables. So we're trying, I think we, among many other people, are trying to find other ways for people to sort of pull up chairs to new tables yeah. and say, how can we help each other yeah. achieve these goals, launch these businesses, um, you know, uh, realize yeah. these creative visions mm-hmm. that we have for ourselves and our careers and really sort of helping each other get there. Yeah. I think it gets back to, I mean, what you said about invisible rules is just, it's so important for people to think about because Charlotte has this unspoken, and I'm not speaking ill of Charlotte. I love it here. Right. But I mean, there are some unspoken rules like people come in, Oh, it's a banking town. So Mm -hmm. everything else needs to look like this, or this is how you get a seat at the table. Those aren't written down in stone. Those are invisible rules. And I, and you're helping to rewrite those rules right now. Yeah. And then one last, I think just one last thing that's important to note about Charlotte is I think the time that we're in right now is a unique time where it is good. And what I mean by that is I, I think something like Skillpop in a city that's more of a startup city could have gotten lost in the shuffle. Mm. And I feel like because there are people trying to 
rewrite rules and people trying to say like, let's pull in more tables and let's see the other yeah. things going on in the city. I think it's a time where you can make a big splash yeah. and where you can get a lot of support. Um, mm-hmm. I think more so than 10 years ago and probably more so than 10 years from now. Yeah. Because I mean, the hope is that the entrepreneur scene will just keep growing and growing. But I think right now, people are excited to see it grow. Yeah. And so it's a particularly just good time in Charlotte. You know, and it's also, I think we're talking about not following or breaking those unwritten, un, unreal rules, mm-hmm. those, real, those rules that aren't really real in the community, in the city. But also, I love this idea of applying that philosophy to ourselves as as creators, as individuals, as humans yeah. um, as well. My wife talks a, a lot about this in her line of work as a life and leadership coach, um, this idea of... Um, these stories that we tell ourselves yeah, and yeah. how they're just stories. They're not real. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to tell myself, yeah, I'm an introvert. I don't, I, I'm, you're never going to see me up on a stage giving a talk to a group. That's a story that I could tell myself for, the, for my entire life, mm-hmm. but there's no real evidence to support that as a fact. Yeah. Um, and of course, you're not going to find me stepping into the, the coaching uh, shoes and really sort of breaking this down. This is what Sarah does for <laughs> a living. But I just love this idea that we have these beliefs about ourselves that we can take a long, hard look at, looks at and and decide if they're actually true or not. Mm-hmm. And maybe even muster up the courage to prove them wrong and pull the rug out from underneath them. And folks who are tinkering with ideas, these gestations of idea, the, these uh, gestating on ideas like entrepreneurial ideas, creative ideas, whatever – those are opportunities to sort of debunk the myths that we have about ourselves as Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, every, the more we talk about it, the more personal connections I see. <laughs> I mean, I think um, there's no secret. Haley knows this. My dad is, might be the biggest skill pop and Haley Bohan fan on the planet. Um, he's awesome. He's, he loves you. <laughs> Matt, I don't know if I told you this or just him, but he we were at a photography class and Tim's dad was there and the whole time he was pulling up pictures of, did you see them in South Park magazine? Oh, <laughs> I got, it, oh my gosh. it was, it Ken was the Tim and Matt show. You. Yeah. No, I loved it. I loved okay. it. It was great. That's you guys, you guys are the best. Well deserved. <laughs> That's not where I was going with this at all. But I, I do. <laughs> thank you. I, I do think that, um, so funny. you know, there, you, you talked in your speech that there's a, again, an invisible rule that at a certain point you stop learning, right? Like hmm, once yeah. you're out of school, you're that's out, you you're get. not learning anymore. Yep. And I think that's a dangerous notion at any age. Mm-hmm. But I mean, now we've got we've got a population <laughs> that's living twenty to twenty five years past retirement age. Mm-hmm. And is is that it? Like you get to it and you know what you know. Yeah. And what I've loved is to watch my dad take skill pop classes and challenge himself to try new things. And like you said, it's not signing up for a for a class at an institution where you're saying, okay, for the next six weeks and for ten thousand dollars, I'm gonna mm-hmm. learn how to be a photographer. He gets yep. to go dip his toe in the water and say, I love that. Let me take six more classes. Yeah. And I, I I hope that that segment of the population continues to find its way to skill pop. Because yeah. I just think it's it's absolutely perfect for that. Well the I'll tell you one kind of anecdotal story to tie in with that. My um, one of the coolest moments of this whole thing for me was in the spring, my 90 year old grandmother came to a class with my mom. She came to a watercolor class and, yeah. and the class was that particular one. I would say almost all women in their late twenties. And then my, uh, my Nana and for most scope pop classes, if you've been to one, they kick off with, you know, tell us your name, why you're here. Everyone does a, just a simple, simple icebreaker. And I got to my Nana and she said, I'm Barbara Brock, that's her name. And she said, I'm here because I'm turning 90 this fall and there's always more to learn. And I felt like that was just such a cool moment for me, for the class, just to have that picture of this is a lifelong thing. 
I see a whole <clears throat> campaign for you guys where you just like little quotes from different pe- students of mm-hmm. yours, and that, that yeah. that's that's the campaign. Like yeah. I'm here because that, of this. I'm here because yeah. of that. That would be awesome. I mean, yeah. I, my experience is I took a. Um, uh, uh, hand, why am I saying handwriting? Hand lettering, hand yeah. lettering class, and it was my my mom, mm-hmm. me, and my daughter. So there were three generations taking it's the amazing. class together, and we had a we had a ball. Yeah. You know, it was just it was perfect. I'm imagine that the teachers are having a great time too. I mean, I certainly, as I mentioned, um, Sarah, my wife, she's taught a couple of skill pop classes Sarah too. Olin. Mm-hmm. The lovely Sarah Olin, and she raves about the experience of being yeah. in front of those. Those students, mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that your teachers are having like a, as as good of a time <laughs> up there as as the students are? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I so what I find is that teachers join on with us for all sorts of reasons, uh-huh. and and that's one of the things I love to see. So for for some, it has uh, skill pop classes have been a space where they have um, built a platform and reached a new audience and have kind of you know we joked this morning about Blair put it on his LinkedIn profile, but have used it as kind of a way to say I'm an authority yeah. in this field. You know, I teach and I teach often. I'm a and boss. That's, I'm a boss. Yeah. That's, right. that's really cool. Uh, we have some teachers who, um, especially with how, with social media and how digital the world is, who have entire careers that they're artists and they work from home and they're Etsy and everything's online and, or are blogging teachers, especially in skill pops, the space where they come and meet students and people who love their craft in real life, yeah. which sounds so small. But that's such a cool thing. It's huge. And then I think for all of our teachers, um, really, really the goal and part of the pitch is that this is a space where you can share what you love and you can share what you know. And I I know I get chills, but I, I hope and I think it's rewarding for teachers, whether they are teaching podcasting, hip hop dance, gardening, meditation, to see students capture those nuggets and to see light bulbs go off and then to see what happens next. You know, we've had yeah. podcasts spin out of Indigo's class. We've had it's go time. <laughs> we have had people do their entire marketing training for a new role by learning yeah. from Blair Premises class. We've had um, people start blogs and hobbies and Etsy shops and just really run with things. And that's what I think has to be. Really it's like cool your, it sounds like it's also doubling as an uh, yes. inadvertent incubator. Uh, yeah. Of, yeah. You got to look that URL up. In, uh, in, well, it's incubator. a mouthful, but uh, yeah, oh, we could go daddy awesome. that. That's we'll figure that out. So anyway, Sorry, yeah. I undermined your thought. Just like, <laughs> bad Tim. That was just awesome. Okay. <laughs> Quickly. What's it like? I'm, I'm fascinated by this. What's it like now that your spouse spouse is also your work spouse? Oh man. And he's in the room. Yes, no he pressure. Is. Um, he can chime in too, if he'd like, we're, <laughs> we're casual in here. You can have my mic anytime you want. Well, it's, it's funny. So I think when we told the world that he was going to, um, my husband, Steve was going to come on and work with us. He joined in August we got one of two reactions and one was, Oh, that's great. You're going to love it. And the other was like, Oh, good luck. I can never <laughs> do that. So I feel like we've learned a lot about everyone else's relationships. <laughs> through there's no like, it's like you're, you're in or you're out. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like well, the react one, one spectrum or the other. Side this the is another rule. Like you don't work with your spouse. Like, but you it know, is. you know, Steve, so you know, yep. if you're going to make a good so, team or not. Yeah. So here's, um, gosh, I'm trying to gra- gather thoughts. So, I think the things that have been helpful for us, um, he has a very different skill set than I have and very different strengths than I have. We think differently, we lead differently, we build differently. Um, And so just even despite him being my husband, bringing on strengths to our team that we didn't have before has been huge. Mm -hmm. Um, He also, when you talk about what's next for Skillpop, I'll tease this a little bit. He came on um, to build out something totally new. So over the past two years, we've gotten a lot of, 
inbound request for my whole team would love to learn public speaking. Can you come to a class for mm-hmm, us? Mm-hmm. We've seen people whose bosses have paid for 10 classes for them to come learn what's newest in social media and marketing. So Steve is coming on to say, there's a space here to be a partner for companies and mm-hmm. maybe to make in-person learning accessible for them to make team building and training easier. So we are using this fall to kind of explore what does Beautiful. that look like. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I have to tell you, from a marketing perspective, I think the timing is absolutely perfect on that because we have tried to automate learning mm-hmm. so much. Yep. It doesn't work. No. I mean, it just is not the same. Yet at the same time, shipping someone away from work for, and that's the sole thing they're doing for three days, that doesn't work either because they're constantly being pulled into actual work work. Yeah. So. Well, and kind of our high level <clears throat> hope with whatever this next uh, business offering is, is that if you have a team, we could help you develop the whole team, whether mm-hmm. it's you have a need for everyone to learn um, Facebook advertising or whether you have 10 people who this one needs help with public speaking, this one needs Excel training. You know, we're hoping to kind of pair what we already offer with right. some um, new, newly specifically developed things. Uh, yeah, to, to leverage this community, the community resources. So you said you have, have the knowledge in the community yeah. that's here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I even see, I mean, to your point on the Facebook, maybe only one or two people are actually placing the ad, but it's also good for the other six people to understand why it's important and the exactly. disciplines involved. Maybe exactly. not the mechanics yeah. of the how to do it. The whole on the same page. Yeah. But yeah. why, I mean, you know, I experience that in my own job where I'm constantly trying to educate the, the bricks stores. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is why we do things this way on social media. This is why it's important yep. when I ask you for a picture from your store. It's important because this and, and sharing that it's we put so many things in silos. That's really yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. Guys. Well, so to answer your kind of original question of what's it like to work with your husband or that I think uh, it's been a learning process and we've it's been, I think, helpful for him to be building out a totally new thing versus taking on something on. Um, and then I also think I, it just gives me new perspective for all the other husband wife teams that work together all the time, because it is, I, we joke that it probably was like the hardest job interview ever because we already knew each other's like massive strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> and, yeah. and so it's, you can't just say like, Oh, my weakness is I don't follow up often enough. You know, it's like, no, I know your weakness. Uh, <laughs> you, I know your weakness. <laughs> would you say your weakness is leaving dirty coffee cups in the, in the sink for that hours? Is on my end. weakness. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's, you know, as you are, as, a, as entrepreneurs and as a business pioneering, you know, to bring it back to our theme of the month, but pioneering into the great future. I love this idea that Skillpop's going to have us covered avocationally in mm-hmm. these sort of diversions and interests that are popping up for, for us in our personal lives. And now perhaps vocationally as well, yep. which is, you know, it's like you guys are going to be the, the Google of, uh, of, of learning because, um, you know, I that's, that. that's like, yeah. you got to cut, you got us covered uh, day and night. I have a feeling we're going to end up at like some thousand plate dinner listening to Haley the next, in the next <laughs> years. We usually end our podcast with this question for all of our guests. And so we will, uh, make no exception here. What advice do you have for, uh, Charlotte? Perhaps it's as a, as a city or maybe it's just for the people of Charlotte, the creative beings of our of our city, the folks that were in the room today, mm-hmm. or just the folks that you coexist with here in, in this um, great city of ours. What advice do you have? Yeah, I mean, I it's really just what we talked about this morning. I think um, I think break the rules mm. because the rules aren't really there to begin with. I didn't talk about this as much, but I think one thing I've learned a lot is just to trust your gut. To know that if you are leading something, starting something. Big or small, 
to know yourself and to and to trust your gut and to know you're making the right decisions. Um, and then I think just to to take the next step, to not get bogged down by, oh man, I want to start something. What are all the things I have to do? But just to to take that one step at a time. And if there's something standing in your way that you're feeling, there's a block there. My guess is there's a skill pop class. On, already on the docket that's going to help you break through that block. So go to skillpop.com. <laughs> is that the skillpop.com? Skillpop. Yeah, and, and, uh, <laughs> and see what's there because that, that's going to help you bring those walls down. Did we do it? I think we did it. We I mean, did another episode. We did it. No one got no one got it hurt. Got done. It got it got done. All Thank right. you, Haley. Haley you for were awesome this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, for Are everything. Are we still recording? Or yeah, yes. we're still recording. Oh, okay. So say anything you want. We're uh, super for casual. Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for being here, Steve. Podcast. The only thing professional about this podcast is Andy. Andy, go. <laughs> it's go time. Down. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks to SkillPop founder and CEO Haley Bohan for speaking with us, and thank you, the listener, for tuning in to the Charlotte is Creative podcast. Let us know what you think by tweeting us at CM underscore CLT and using the hashtag Charlotte is Creative. Remember to mark your calendars for Friday, November 3rd at 8.30 a.m. at Warehouse 242, 2307 Wilkinson Boulevard, where Johnson & Wales professor Mark Perez will speak on the global theme of death. For more from Charlotte is Creative, check out charlotteiscreative.com.